minds. And here is your host, Gary Cacciolio. Welcome everyone to another episode of Everything Imaginable. I am your host, Gary Cacciolillo. And before we get started, I want to thank everybody for listening and also thank contributors to the show, who are Candace Sanderson, author of The Reluctant Messenger, Joseph Sinkovic, author of How to Kiss the Universe, Ms. Aida, author, psychic, spellcaster, root worker, and witch. You can find her at MsAida.com, M-I-S-S-A-I-D-A.com. And this episode is also being sponsored by Ginger Glasser. You can find Ginger at tarotbyginger.com. She's a tarot reader, evidential medium, and psychic. And also, Alan Questel. You can find him at uncommonsensing.com. And he has a new book out on Amazon called Intentional Acts of Kindness. And I highly recommend that you check it out. And now, without... Any further ado, our guest for today is Patrice, and I'm going to let him pronounce his own last name because I know I'm going to botch it. So go ahead and introduce your, say your last name. <laughs> Christofiak, Patrice Christofiak, it's from Poland. <laughs> <laughs> and he is a medical intuitive. Um, so what exactly is a medical intuitive? Well, I discovered this term quite recently, in fact, because I did not know I was a medical intuitive, and I discovered that on TV. Uh, medical intuitives are people who can give you insights about your health journey or your health problems, maybe sometimes health problems you don't even know you have. So, for example, I would probably cross somebody in the street and get a flash of their, the inside of their body, like an X-ray, mm-hmm. and... Uh, see their problem, a disease or something like this, and I can tell them you have a problem with your lung or you have a problem with your liver, uh, go consult a doctor or go do this, go do that. So uh, this is basically what a medical intuitive can do. Their main aspect is uh, finding the root cause of your problem, mm. which is sometimes a very big surprise because it goes kind of against science. Because let's say you have a problem with your lungs, and we might say, okay, the problem is in your shoulder or in your elbow. And uh, if people fix their shoulder or elbow, it fixes their lungs. I mean, it's kind of an extreme example, but I have many examples like this. Wow. So how did you uh, discover that you had this ability? Were you born with it? Did you develop it? Did it just happen? Well, I was just a normal guy until I was 49 years old. (laughs) And then I built a website with a friend. It was a French dentist directory, but we did not follow the regulations. Uh, we did not know about the regulations, honestly. We were just goofing around. And this website was so successful that we got sued by the Dentist uh, Association of France because we would be flooded with calls and uh, we used the uh, 1-900 numbers so people could call and we would make money out of the website like this, which they really didn't like. So they sued me because I was in the legal terms of the website. So I was the owner, the official owner, so I was responsible for everything. And I risked a huge fine, 300,000 euros, which is about $300,000 at the time. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm just a guy in the woods. Uh, you know, I just work from home. I'm a home business. So, And uh, I was so depressed, honestly. I reached a point I was going to bed every day and I was like, 
I don't want to wake up tomorrow morning. This is too hard. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know I'm going to pay this. And uh, I was in the total darkness, honestly. And uh, that's when my guitar teacher told me, Patrice, you should start meditation. That's when I started to do meditation, even though my wife asked me for months and months and months to do meditation, but I was not listening to her. So, listeners, listen to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started meditating, and after a few weeks, I entered into the light for 20 seconds, and my wife came. She said, why are you laughing? I was like hysterically laughing. I was like, ha, ah, ah, ha, ah, ah. ha, ha. She said, you like, and my mom passed away at the same time. I was really dark, in the dark moment of my life, honestly, the darkest moment of my life. And my mum passed away. I had this lawsuit on me. I had police investigations all the time about the website. You know, it's kind of like the better business bureau in a way in France, but except it's the police. And uh, so I entered into the light after meditating for weeks, and I was so happy. I was surrounded with light for 20 seconds. I don't know. I didn't know what that was. Mm -hmm. And uh, from one point, I said, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> mm. So I continued meditation, but I could not reach that point again. And I said to my wife, I cannot handle this uh, lawsuit anymore. We have to move. We couldn't stay home. I had to get some fresh air. So we went to Portugal for a while. And uh, I turned 50 years old. And I said, I'm going to take care of myself at 50 years old. I was just a workaholic before. I was mm -hmm. not just working, working, working. Um, completely formatted, programmed by the capitalistic society. And I said, I'm going to take care of myself. And every week, I'm going to treat myself with a massage. That's what I decided. But what I didn't know is the massage place I chose was also doing energy work, like Reiki and things like this. I did not know anything at all about this world. And the lady, uh, Instituto Oya in Portugal, Daniela, she cleaned me up for two years. Every week I would go and uh, she would clean my energy. And one day I literally vomited energy on the massage table. I went, there was no matter, it was just a sound. And I said, what happened? What happened? And she said, you know what happened? We removed darkness in you. And that's when I started to regain my joy, my joy and happiness. And uh, at the same time, when people started touching me, I would see little emojis on their body. So I would check the hand of somebody or I would just touch my shoulder and I would see emoji on them, like a little heart if they were happy, a mask if they were a liar or something like this. And then it got more and more refined over time. And uh, my wife was also sick for many, many years. Nobody could figure out what she had. And I said to her, you know, let's just make up a ritual and try to heal you with Reiki or something like that. We did not know anything about that, honestly. We just made up a ritual and a practice. But her intention was so pure and filled with love and kindness that actually it worked. And I received a flash of inside her body, full HD, like an X-ray, but full HD. And... Uh, it was a parasite that she had in her. She had like little parasites eating her flesh from the inside. It, they started eating her lungs, and she, that's why she had problem breathings, breathing, and no doctor could figure out what it was. And we got very, very, very lucky because this was during a lockdown episode, and we did an online consultation with a medical doctor, and we said, uh, this is what my wife has. She has this parasite because I looked at the picture on Google. And honestly, the universe was really, really kind. Because I tapped parasite in eight on Google search. And the first parasite that showed up on Google image was my vision. So I got the name, the exact scientific name of the parasite. We told the doctor she has this. And we got so lucky. They didn't ask for any lab tests. They said, yeah, okay. I'd never heard of it. So she looked it up in her medical dictionary. 
and uh, she prescribed us the right medicine, and our uh, disease was gone. Mm. That, was, that was incredible. So it's not just healing with uh, holistic things. It's like science meets holistic. This is what I really like and what I see. It's not just, uh, I'm going to heal you, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, sometimes you have to go to the dentist. <laughs> if you have a cavity, go to the dentist, you know. Get the anesthesia. Uh, this is the real deal. This works. Science works. And uh, this is the first time I had a vision like this. And then I did a session on another woman. It was live. The woman was in front of me and she had uh, fibroids and uh, she had, uh, she had pain in her belly. And I don't know. I do, we just improvised also a ritual like this. She just tried and she was a friend. So I just try and, uh, and my hand touched her belly actually by accident while I was doing the uh, ritual and the energy of a fibroid shot through my hand and I had a burn mark into my hand, a physical burn mark. And I was like, ah, I was in pain. Honestly, I was in pain. It was like a laser through, shot through my hand. And I lost my eyesight for two minutes. Hmm. And uh, this is when I started receiving instructions. I saw Archangel Raphael. I did not even know it existed at the time. Honestly, I did not know anything about that world. And I received instructions. In the corner of the screen, it's like in the uh, on TV in the news when there is a sign language person in the corner. And they showed me, do these mudras if you do handwork. So the energy doesn't shot through your hand because I used my flat hand. And it went through because it, the energy didn't know where to go. On. But now uh, on when I do like little, uh, I mean, little uh, readings or uh, healings on people, sometimes I get instructions that come with it. So... Uh, hand movements and gestures, or I tell the people, turn your head on the right, on the left, because sometimes it's on Zoom, so they can have pressure points to do, so I tell them, press your wrist right here uh, at this spot, and people do it, and sometimes people get convulsions, they shake, they like laugh, they cry, they burp, they yawn, this is very common in energy work, I had to discover all of this over two years, I'm 52 years old, so... I had to learn the, the express way. I was like, oh my God, why am I yawning? Why I have tears? Why am I laughing? <laughs> 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 and then I realized that sometimes when I was reading some person's disease, I would access past lives. I mean, it's like a little movie. I have a visual. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened? It's like, and I tell the person what I'm seeing. It's like, oh, you were in a fight with this and this. And then the person starts shaking. It's like, oh, and then it's like their chronic pain goes away. It is so strange. Honestly, this is so strange. Wow. So, so did you receive any type of like Reiki attunement or anything? Or this just awakened in you after um, you were cleansed? I think it awakened after my cleansed. I uh, did after, during COVID, I did a Reiki course just to discover what energy work does mm-hmm. it probably refined my senses but i believe it was activated before the trauma reactivated me that was the really the best uh, i mean the most uh, efficient technique to activate me then it was probably more refined work after discovering how energy work works and what to do with it because i didn't know anything about protection and uh, meditation really uh and I did not know anything about divinities. We're not religious people. We don't go to church. We don't even have a Bible at home. Mm-hmm. I started to see Buddha during healing, Jesus. I mean, Sananda, I call him Sananda. Uh, unicorns, dragons, uh, Buddha, Shiva, Mahakali. I mean, people I did not even know they existed. I had to ask monks, uh, who is this person that I see? So I did not know anything. 
like the you know the, the stupid Frenchman and <laughs> at the end of the forest. <laughs> That's me, completely une uneducated, and I had to discover everything and make my education as I got the visuals. So this is what I liked in my trajectory, I would say, because I could not make stuff up. It was just I got the visual. I have to check what it is. It's not like oh okay, I remember this because I've seen this in a book, and I'm just making this up. And uh, yeah, and then I decided to try remotely. Uh, mm -hmm. I found people on the American forum, and I said, "Please, can I try remotely? I want to see if I'm crazy or not." Because I thought I was crazy, honestly. At some point, you're like, and I asked people to not tell me anything. They did not send me a photo. They did not even give me their names. I took ten test subjects, and uh, I was just using the nickname of the forum. I said, "This is what you have. Uh, you have a problem in your. I don't have the name of the disease per se. It's like I can say, I have a, you have a problem in your liver, or your left knee is not working correctly." And I was right all the time. But at the same time, I was doing the readings. The people could feel stuff on their body, uh, on their side, uh, ten thousand miles away. So that was kind of mind blowing. And some people condition disappeared. Hmm. Do you think that this um, ability has anything to do with your own past lives? I believe I knew how to do it in past lives or as a soul, or I don't know where I'm coming from. Uh, but I also believe that all human beings have this capacity, and we forgot how to access it. It's not, uh, it's not a gift or something like this. It's something everybody has. Because if we cut ourselves, let's say we cut our finger, it heals by itself. So why cannot we heal the other things by ourselves? We just mm -hmm. forgot how to do it. We gave too much of our power away to uh, over sources, medicine, and stuff like this. I'm not saying it doesn't work. Medicine works. But uh, we are overweight, and if we could match science and holistic care, that could be very really, um, incredible results. That's what I think. Interesting. You know, I've been re just reading this book about the power of the subconscious mind. And one of the things that he mentions in there is that doctors are not the ones that do the healing. It is us that do the healing. They might remove the blockage, but it's the actual subconscious mind that starts reproducing fresh, new, healthy cells to actually heal us. Exactly. So this is also what I see on people when I do readings. I see like uh, electrics, electronic circuitry. So it's like lines and there's like an object in the middle of the line. And sometimes I see the object disappear and that's when the people start to heal. So this is what you describe with the blockage. So this is the kind of stuff I do in my work. Uh, I see it's really it's like really electronic things, diagrams, and I see removed triangles and little objects, and uh, people start to heal. So sometimes it takes 10 months. It's not instant all the time. If you have a grave disease, uh, you have a broken hand, I'm not going to repair your hand instantly. But uh, it starts a process, and it's not always a full holistic process in the way people would think it is. Sometimes you meet the right person the next day. Like, oh my God, I met a new dentist and he fixed my problem in my jaw. It changes the trajectory and it's very refined or subtle messages. And I don't know how that happens. And it does not only work with health, it also work with life. I'm going to give you two examples. Because when I tried the readings for people at the beginning, and two ladies who were unemployed. And she said, I cannot find work. I've been looking for six months. I'm not sending any resumes anymore. She lives in a small village of uh, 60 inhabitants, so there's not that many opportunities of work. And I cleaned something on her body. I don't know what that was. Two hours later, she received a job offer in her village. And that happened two times. And uh, 
there is this holistic approach to life that is more than just health. It's also, uh, I don't know how to say, uh, it's a global thing. It's just physical and spiritual, but also your job, your family. People are happier after reading also, I've noticed. They'll report that. They feel lighter, happier. They get their joy back. I don't really understand how that's possible. I'm just noticing this is just the data I have. I have no rational explanation to what's happening, but uh, I know it's happening. So it goes really, uh, really far, honestly. And sometimes I see the past lives or the ancestral traumas also. So the way I see it, I see a line, for example, living from the shoulder and like circles with numbers, one, two, three, four, five. I know it's five generations before you. And they just disappear. They're like, they get erased. And it's like the person is like, Wow. It has no problem anymore. It is very, uh, it's very abstract. Honestly, it's impossible to prove that it's true. Uh, I just have data and uh, patients that tell me, yes, <laughs> this changed my life. And I don't know if it works. Honestly, it's just so beautiful. And uh, everybody can access this. I just know it. It's not easy to access it. I'm not saying it's easy, but everybody will be able to do it soon, I believe. Hmm. Um, when you do this, do you have any... Do you have to prepare yourself? Do you have to meditate? Do you have any ritual that you use? Or is it just instantaneous? Like you're walking down the street and you can see what's wrong with somebody. Oh, so when I started, uh, I would get dreams. It would take me a long time to get in a dream, to get into people's health. I would, I would lucid dream the, the body of the patient. and was like in a little spaceship flying in their body. And I could talk with, orga- with the organs. I uh, would have really long dream. It was full HD visuals inside the body. It's like a full uh, MRI or X-ray, whatever you want to call it, in 3D. I would talk with the heart or the lungs, what's wrong with you. And I would report with the people. Uh, that was amazing, but it would take too long because I could only get two dreams a week. I would try every night and mm-hmm. it would take me a long time to go into the zone. So I started meditating during the day and try to reach that state. And it's way harder during the day. <laughs> and uh, I reached a point where I get the same message, but not always with the visuals. So I get the visuals when it's really an emergency. See, go see a surgeon right now or something like this, or go see a doctor. But I get exactly the same information, like, uh, okay, there is a problem in your stomach. Uh, stop eating fish, for example. I don't know. Maybe you are allergic to fish or something like this. I receive this message or go check with a nutritionist if you are uh, allergic to fish. I'm trying to not be too involved into the healthcare. I've already got a lawsuit about dentistry, so I'm careful about the words I try to use. And now I access it. Uh, I practiced a lot. It's like almost instant. It takes me five seconds to get into the zone to read somebody. Hmm. But it's after, but people don't see. Uh, let's say the person has very big problem. I go vomit after, I go vomit the disease after, and it's quite unpleasant. It's like in the movies, The Green Mile, when the guy goes, and they like flies. Uh, it's, it's, uh, the movie's based on a true story, now we have no doubt. Uh, we just didn't say. That's exactly what's happening. And I've met many people like me. They use their body to transmute the dark energies. That shows you we're all connected. Honestly, we're all connected. I've done recently a session on a woman who had a C-section and she has terrible pain in her uh, in her belly now. And for the first time, I could act- actually feel her pain. So I like, oh my God, I can feel your pain, and I could feel the 
I forgot how that's called when you have a mark, uh, a scar, the scar mm-hmm. in her belly. I could feel exactly the position in my own belly, and I was like, oh my god. But she could see it was real. She said, oh my god, you can feel the woman's pain. She knew I could see it in her eyes. And she was so happy about that, that a man could feel a woman's pain. Mm. And I was like, oh my god, and now she feels better. One week later, she said, oh my god, my belly is so much lighter, I don't know what you did. And... uh yeah, but this is incredible. We're all connected, so if we hurt somebody, we hurt ourselves. We just uh, don't know short term, but uh, we have to be. Uh, yeah. Um. So I lost my question. Where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, if I need to. Oh, prepare oh I know what the question was. Like, like these illnesses that 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 we experience. Um. Did they start? In the mind first, and then affect the body. Like when, when a person gets ill, like are, are illnesses caused by our own negative thinking? Most likely, yes. But I think it's more than that. Uh, okay, I don't want to go medical disclaimer. You're <laughs> in the fine print. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think some of us came uh, to clean the karma of other people our families or something like that, we incarnated here and we decided to take a sickness to clean some karma. So this is one part of the story. We also get sickness for bad things we've done in past lives. Let's say you stab somebody in the lung, you will have asthma in this life. That's an example. And also negativity has created a lot of illnesses, that's, that's for sure. Honestly, that is probably the, the most common cause of illness is probably negativity, stress, sadness. Uh, we forgot how to be happy, basically, you know. We are how on about TV. diet? Is, is diet mess us up? Because we eat, like, all this processed food? Oh, yeah, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt about that. If you eat something from a box, uh, <laughs> we're not supposed to eat some certain things. You know, in France, when I was a kid, people were shocked when people would eat corn. Because we brought corn progressively in France, and when I was a kid, it was after uh, I'm, I cannot remember. I'm I'm not from the Second World War, but it was still very present in the north of France because there were a lot of bunkers and everything. And people would always say, "Oh my God, you eat corn, but this is food for pigs." <laughs> and this is always shocking to Americans because corn and tortillas and everything, you know, it's part of your diet. Uh, but when I was a kid, there was no fat people. Everybody was in relatively good health. Uh, everybody was walking. Everybody had a gar- vegetable garden. Everybody grew everything. We had chickens. Everybody had chickens. And now it's not the case anymore. People have more problems. They take more pills. So I don't have, don't want to have the health industry on my back. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Just so spiritually, how has this affected you? Like like. Did your spiritual beliefs change from prior to having this ability to where you are now? Definitely. Well, I was already open before to uh, something bigger in the universe. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, but when I started meditating, I started to see Buddha every day. Buddha would be with me when I was meditating. And I talked talk to that uh, with a friend who is a monk. And she thought I was making this up. She said, yeah, you just say that to be interesting, to be part of the spiritual community. And she realized it was true. She's like, oh my God, you do see Buddha for real. Because she could feel he was with him, uh, with me that day. 
because you can see energies and she can feel uh, divinities like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I've seen Buddha a lot, honestly, when I started meditating. And it was such a peaceful moment in my meditation. We were just together, not asking any question. And uh, yeah, and then I started to see other beings during uh, reading, so like Jesus, Archangels. Uh, and uh, yeah, so what changed is like, I would say a more... Uh, yeah, I'm open to the fact that we are one, basically. The universe is all one. Even the the spoon on the table is part of uh, me, in a way. Probably as a consciousness that is a very uh, dense energy. But maybe I was a spoon in a past life, you know, because I remembered my past life at some point, and I remember being a flower. I know that sounds crazy, but I remember being a flower, and I relived the full season of the flower for one year. So mm -hmm. it was a one-hour trip. Full HD, I remember, it was more real than this reality, and that really what shocked me. It was mind-blowing, honestly. And I was a flower, so from the seed to the growth to winter when it died, and uh, that was absolutely incredible. And I've had other ones uh, as a fish also. So you're like, no, we're not just only human, there's bigger stuff than that. And uh, it made me really uh, consider reincarnation. But it's true. It's like I have no doubt that it's true. I was open to reincarnation before. That was my most likely uh, go-to practice or religion. I would say Buddhism. That's where I would have gone to if I had to choose one. Or well, it's a philosophy. It's a real religion. Uh, but now I have no doubt that it's true. We reincarnate and we never die. We're just here for the experience. And uh, let's make it a good experience. It's just stop all this madness of wars and being jerks and stuff. It's so it's so easy to be kind. <laughs> it's so easy to be kind. We can heal people and uh, help each other. And uh, and also, what it changed very much uh, my job. It's like I cannot do a useless job anymore. I need something. I need to do something that is useful for the community. So I'm not saying I need to do healing work or something like this. It could just be as easy as selling flowers, but something that makes people happy. Because I was in digital marketing and I realized, oh my God, this is useless. Why am I doing this? It doesn't make any difference that you buy a bed from place A or B. But if you're a baker, you make good cakes, you know, you make a happy society. You sell pleasure for two people. You could mm -hmm. be a doctor, you could be a gardener, you grow you grow flowers for people. You don't have to have a super uh, he fancy healer title to to make people happy and kind. Mm -hmm. This is selling flowers is already amazing, honestly. You know, people come, they want to offer a flower bouquet to their wife or uh, their, their mom and uh, you sell pleasure. It's... Uh, yeah, I changed my way the world should work also. Mm. We should have more uh, yeah, kind businesses, more kindness-oriented, and uh, stop this uh, consumerism madness. Honestly, we've gone too far. Mm. I completely agree with you on that statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, ha has After you started healing other people, did that start also have a repercussion where it also healed you? That's a good question. Uh, because I've done a lot of healing before. I could, uh, I went there because uh, I have a mentor and she said, be careful with energies, there's dark energy, so be careful what you work with. And 
I would say yes, probably, but I was already very, very, very clean. I have done a lot of inner work. Honestly, I've faced my demons. I've gone to see uh, the best healers I could find in my uh, neighborhood, region, country, and even other countries. What I could afford, of course, there's always a limit. And uh, But yes, I believe if you help people, you also help yourself. But you have to help yourself first before you can help other people. Mm-hmm. So what happened with the lawsuit? Actually, it didn't happen. They asked ask me for a settlement. They say, you, if you want, you cannot. Uh, you do not have to go to court, but you have to pay $75,000 of fine. So mm-hmm. I accepted this deal because I didn't want to go to court. It was already too stressful. I would not have been able to handle the stress mm-hmm. when I did it. That's what I told to the officer. I said, I don't want the cancer, so I prefer to pay the 75,000. She thought I was crazy, honestly. But I already understood that at that point, like if you get too stressed, you get sick. And I said, I prefer to have the freedom. So I did a loan and I'm still paying up to this day, but that's fine. Debt. But uh, that's part of the game and that uh, maybe that was a plan of the universe to awaken me, you know. We will never know. Plus, how to be careful with the words I will choose in this practice when I do uh, readings, because if I maybe if I say healings, I'm going to get sued. So, <laughs> you know. So um, maybe. Yeah. How, how are you receive like? Do you ever work with medical professionals in a hospital, and like how is is it when like a person goes to a doctor and says, "Well, Patrice told me there's something wrong with my liver." Can you check my liver for me? Like, how is that received? Do you think like they're crazy, or are they open to this type of um, medicine, or using you as like a diagnostic type of tool? Okay, so that's a very, very good question because this is what I really would like to do: work with professionals to uh, match both technologies at the same time. Uh, for now, it's too early to tell. I have a few doctors as uh, clients. But we don't work in team with their patients yet. But what I have, I have a lot of nurses who come to see me and they'll say the same thing. I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't want the medicine. They know it's true. I have doctors too. I have a cardiologist from all over the world. They know it's true because uh, some feel energies and say, oh my God, I can feel my hands warming up or uh, my, the side of my face. But they cannot talk about it because I don't know how it is in the U.S. But in France, if uh, uh, modern doctors speak about this, they get removed from the doctor association and they lose their job. So I don't know, maybe it's the same thing in the U.S. But I can notice there is this movement of there's more and more Reiki in hospitals. So it's coming, and I think it's going to be an incredible wave and it's going to change the world. But I can tell you I have a lot of nurses and uh, Medical professionals, we just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. We know it's true. I have no doubt. We know it's true because I've seen many shows about what's happening in emergency rooms. And, uh, for example, when somebody dies, all the personnel have the same vision or sometimes they see angels or things flying. So we just don't talk about it, but we, we know it's true. Mm-hmm. When a person is healed through energy healing, do you think it is actual energy and intention that's doing the healing? Or do you believe that it is that you're planting the idea in a person's subconscious mind and they're manifesting the healing themselves or some combination of both? 
It's probably a combination. We know the placebo effect works. It's been measured. Mm -hmm. So it's probably, even if it's the same as the placebo effect, as long as it works, who cares if people are healed, honestly. If you throw a strawberry in the air, you get healed. I would throw a strawberry in the air to get healed. (laughs) I have no problem with that. It doesn't hurt anyone. And also, there's also a big, big, big problem. I don't know if it's like this in the U.S., the doctors and nurses, we don't have time to talk to the patient. And sometimes many patients, we just want, we just want a ear so we could talk to somebody for one hour or just hold the hand. And this is an immense healing just by itself. Even if you do nothing, you just hand, hold the hand of somebody. For them, it's amazing and it brings them warmth and comfort and that helps in the healing that I am sure of. And, uh, yeah, I lost my question. <laughs> <laughs> so you also said that you've healed people in other ways, not just with physical issues, but with life issues, like, say, financial issues and things like that. How does that work? Honestly, I don't know. I just see a vector object on their body. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really like geometric. Uh, you know, like the movie Tron, the first version, when we were kids, it was vector art. With yeah, lines. All, all, that, all the lines, yeah. Yeah. But this is what I see, and I see uh, like pentagrams or things like that on people's bodies, and they get deleted. And I, I usually I'll vomit very hard when it's pentagrams or things like this. And after the session, I'll go, yeah. and then their life changes. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know where it, how it's been put there. If Maybe it's a limiting belief of the person that I can change. That's possible. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I cannot prove anything. I can just relay what I see and what's happening to the person. Do you believe so in pe- God? I think we are God. Everything is God. Your mic is God. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, it's I so big. It's so. like, yeah. Yeah. It's got, God is within us, not something outside of us. Yeah. And we're Everything. all part of the same thing. So. Yeah. So to, oh yeah, to, to answer your question, do I help people? Uh, so yeah. So I think most of the work is inner work. Person heal themselves. We mm-hmm. remove blocks. Sometimes there is external intervention, that is for sure. Uh, beings, especially angels or whatever, dragons, unicorns, uh, elementals, aliens, even sometimes like Arturians or something like that. I don't know if your audience is into that, but I've seen yeah. some aliens like Big Arturians. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've seen uh, Arturians work on people. I have actual pictures with rainbows that are coming out of nowhere. So you take a because there are people, oh my god, I'm seeing a rainbow. We take a picture, there's a rainbow in the picture. So it's like, oh, come on. Wow. And uh, yeah, I've seen holographic Arcturian in front of me, so I know it's true. I could not speak because I was speechless and I had tears. I was like, oh my god, what is that? What happened only once? And uh, it, everything has gone so fast. But I know we're being helped with higher realms. I don't know exactly how that works. And uh, if you call them, they come. That's just a fact. And if you don't call them, you don't have help. And I also believe, uh, yeah, we send energy. Uh, and I also believe the future is multiple healers on one patient. Mm. The power of the group. Because this is where we have to leave ego aside and say, okay, let's work as a team. And even if we have to put 100 people on a cancer patient to help his journey, can you imagine how amazing that would be? Because we can do this. Yeah. We could, uh, empty hospitals in really quick time, I think, honestly, but. Nobody's running these tests, and uh, 
that would require an incredible level of organization. It could be done. Do you earlier you said that that you believe that everybody has this power and that it will become awakened in them. So do you believe that there is some type of um, spiritual awakening or extension process ahead of us? I think it's happening right now. It's incredible. There are so many podcasts and YouTube videos and everything. Everybody's talking about that. Uh, I don't know if you know the Theo Collective, uh, channeled by uh, Sheena Gillette. No. Oh, okay. It's like a collective of archangels that she channels. And they said something that I really like. They said every human came here with a unique gift. So everybody has a unique gift to help humanity. And they said you have to team up. So I believe everybody has to find what their gift is. Maybe mine is transmutation to remove the blocks. Mm -hmm. Maybe yours uh, is, uh, I don't know, maybe you send uh, energy healing and you can remove scars. I don't know. I have no idea, honestly. And uh, yeah, we just team up. Let's find our gifts, awaken, but we have to be clean. We have to be kind. We have to stop uh, harassing our neighbors and uh, clean ourselves up to activate our gifts. But that's difficult because you have to do the inner work. Right. And when you see, like, most people who awaken really fast is people with NDEs or uh, traumas get mm -hmm. hit in the head by a surfboard. And, uh, but you can still do it the regular way. That's what monks do for 50 years. So and yeah. I don't think we need 50 years to do it. If we do it as a group, uh, more people, it's faster. And when you know it exists for true, it already changes. Mm. You say, I want to get there. How am I going to do it? So what are some of the strangest or most surprising things that you have encountered while doing this work? Aha, that's a good question. Uh, a dragon around the doctor. <laughs> because the doctor actually saw the dragon. She's like, oh. oh my God, there's a dragon in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, for a kid with lung disease, I've seen... Uh, okay, this was in a dream, but that was really an amazing uh, session because it lasted seven hours. And there was Luigi on his lungs, and the, the kid had a lung disease. And it, I knew it was Archangel Raphael. And then I said to the mom, uh, Oh, my God, there was Luigi healing the lungs of your kids. And she says, Oh, my God, this is his video game favorite character. And two days uh, later, his lung disease was gone. Hmm. Luigi. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought that was so funny. They're funny, you know, like the helpers are really, really funny. Hmm. Uh, what else? I have to, I have so many, honestly. It's like every time they blow my mind. Oh, yeah, a guy. I was, it's a guy who was limping. And I was healing his, uh, reading, reading, sorry, medical disclaimer, reading his leg. And I could see his past life. He was kicking somebody in the head. And it was an executive of a big company, actually. We did not believe in any of this. He said, oh, I want to try uh, what it is. <laughs> okay. And he said, oh, my God, oh, my God. He's testing blood in his mouth. And he's like, I taste blood. And he was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> And I was, seeing the, I was seeing the past life. I said, yeah, why are you kicking somebody in the face? And then he saw his, he saw a planet, but full HD. He said, oh, my God, I'm in space. I can see a planet, full HD. And I think it was uh, where his soul originates from. And he could see his origins. And it really shocked him, and he started crying, crying. He did not believe in any of this, and he was like crying, crying. He's like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> I said, well, you know what's happening. This is real. Because deep down, you know it's real. 
honestly, you have the tears and you're like, yeah, your body's shaking. You're like, yes, this is real. Uh, what else? Uh, oh my God, there's so many. Um, I'm going to try to remember. UFOs, I've seen UFOs. Uh, I've been taken on board a UFO once and I've been shown a screen with light language. Hmm. I could not see the being. So it was not mm-hmm. physically. It's like my soul detached. Detached. It was like an astral travel experience. Okay. What was that? And I was, it, it was last year and, uh, I got put in front of a screen and we would just slide light language symbols like pages and pages and pages. And I think that activated more capacities of uh, readings or healing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it does, but it makes complete sense when you see it. But at the same time, <laughs> after you're like, I don't know, I don't understand it, but it made complete sense when they showed it to me. <laughs> hmm. uh, what else? Uh, well, often with uh, live sessions, uh, electronic crashes completely. This is very common. Or the speakers, if you have music, they go. This is extremely common. Uh, it's like three. Yeah. Or the music changes by itself. It picks another music that suits more, suits more the situation, which is quite incredible. Uh, what else? Timing also. The timing is always divine. You put the music at the moment you finish the reading, the music stops. And the people are like, what? Did you stop the music? I said, no, it just stopped like this. Hmm. Uh, Can you do this remotely? Or do you have to have the person with you? In the same room. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, it works remotely now. At first, I had a doubt, so that's why I tried with people from forums, and uh, it's exactly the same thing. It's uh, there is no difference, except when you need to do pressure points or something, or uh, I should use essential oils when I receive instructions. But strangely, the people always have, to have what they need in the house. So like, do you have this essential oil? Oh yeah, I just bought that yesterday. How convenient. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, there's no such thing as coincidence. No, honestly, no. The timing is always absolutely incredible. And sometimes I get messages that comfort people. Like, uh, for example, people with trauma. I said, do you know the movie Rocky and uh, he's training, but he wins the fight. You're going to win the fight. And the lady turns her computer and uh, says, oh, my God, it's my favorite movie. I have the poster of Sylvester Stallone in Rocky right next to me. It's always like this. When I have a message, it's like uh, perfect. The message is perfect. It completely resonates with the person and it, it cheers them up and they're like, oh my God, I'm on the right path. I'm going to recover. Hmm. Would you be able to do that with me now? Could you see anything wrong with me? Well, I can try. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. So uh, in case you have uh, like uh, links between you and your listeners, your listeners might be affected too because mm. this cleans oh, the karma. Well, this is... Um pre-recorded so we're not live oh that's fine that would work so i suggest that your listeners close their eyes too and just uh if you feel things we can just leave a comment wherever they are listening to the podcast i'm going to try to detail what i see So I see Buddha already. You have a very, very nice energy. Very peaceful. I see a dot, a red dot in your left shoulder on front in the clavicle. I think this is a word, the bone in front of the shoulder. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had something there at some point in your life. 
So my head is moving. Uh, it's actually like automatic writing. So it's drawing things or writing words sometimes. So I'm seeing your body, uh, there's an overlay of polygon in front of your body. It's like your body got divided in zones for me, so I can scan each zone. I don't really choose where I go. I'm mm -hmm. being taken there by your body. I think I talk to your higher self. I am on the left side of your torso and along the left leg. Well, I'm outside of your body actually right now. I'm cleaning links between you and your listeners. So it's like past life stories, things like this, karma. So some of them might feel some stuff. If they are sensitive to energy, some people see orbs, some people feel energies, some people just yawn who have a tear in the corner of their eye. Okay, this was it for the first pass of the reading. I did not catch anything big. Mm -hmm. uh, so sometimes I don't until the person tells me I have a problem with my stomach. I don't know why. This is still something I'm working on, figuring out why. It's like if their ego is too much on the way, like I don't want to tell you what I have. It's completely blocked. If you have to be really in a point of surrender. Uh, I don't know why it's like this because I know over medical intuitive access everything. I'm still at the beginning of my journey. Mm -hmm. But I know that my uh, main strength, I have two actually, I've been told that and I believe this is true, is transmutation of dark energy. Uh, I don't know if your listeners are into dark energies, entities mm -hmm. and shadow man and stuff. I've seen two yeah. times a shadow, I've seen two times a shadow man, I didn't know it existed and then I saw a show on a TV, on TV. I'm like, oh my god, this is what I saw, the guy with the hat. This is a thing I can remove. And uh, networking is one of our, my gifts. I can refer the right practitioner for you. I get mm -hmm. names, so this is very convenient. I can tell you there's a dentist 10 miles north of your city. This is who you have to see. He can really help you. Or it could be a massage place. Or uh, I don't have the ego place, but I want to heal everybody. If I can't, I'm going to say I cannot do this. This is not my area of expertise. I believe we all have a frequency we can work with, a range. Let's say I work from 100 to 150 hertz. I don't know how that works. I'm just making up these units. If you're not in the same range as me, I cannot work on you. This is what I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, that's my explanation. 
but I know somebody who might be, and I can refer uh, this person to you and say, yeah, this person can help you better than me. So this is what I do. And uh, well, if you have a problem that you want to be checked, uh, we can check it now, exactly uh, a precise problem. Hmm. But I do not see everything. Honestly, I do not see everything. I see a lot. Uh, I think some diseases are so contracted. So contract, you want it to experience what it is to be sick. And hmm. we cannot do any, we cannot do anything. But from everything that's from emotions or uh, past lives, uh, we can clear them. But then you have to heal yourself uh, slowly if it's a big disease. Yeah. Well, you were right about the left shoulder. Oh, so you you were on. <laughs> that left <laughs> shoulder drives me crazy all the time. <laughs> I have like a little bit of a back problem up on top of my neck, and it always causes mm-hmm. my own shoulder to hurt. Let's see what's in your back. You might feel energies. Oh, I'm seeing somebody working on your back right now. It's the fifth vertebra from the top. I don't know if you can feel energies, but mm-hmm. maybe you can. Well, this is all I can do for the spine. I'm boiling hot right now. I'm on fire. It's like how I'm transmuting the energy. Yawning. Voila. I don't know if you felt anything. I did Some feel people. it. That was pretty wild. I felt, ah. like, I felt like a little heat from the back. Mm-hmm. And then my arm over here it was started twitching a little bit. Oh yeah, but that's some people twitch like, like yeah, they have Parkinson. Like... Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I don't explain it. It's just it's, it's fascinating. Honestly, it's fascinating. Yeah, like what it makes me curious sometimes though is it again? It's like that placebo effect. Is is this my imagination because I'm thinking about this, or is he? Is this other person really doing something with my energy? You know. I I don't think it's a plus. Well, it doesn't effect. really matter, right? No, it doesn't matter. If it works, it works. That's what I was. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. If you lodge the strawberry in the air and you are healed, that's mm-hmm. fine. Let's <laughs> just do that. Everybody go buy a strawberry at the store. <laughs> but no, because sometimes I say, oh, there is something on the top of your right eye, or there is something in your right eye, and the person says, oh my god, I knew you were going to say that. I have pain in my right eye like five seconds before you said that, and that happened all the time. <laughs> So it's not like I say first and people have the effect after. Usually they have the effect first and I speak later. So they're like, that really convinces them. Mm-hmm. 
So the, 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 when you do this, are the healings or or whatever um, permanent, or do people sometimes have to come back to you because it comes back? You know, maybe because of say like a situation in life brings back that negative attachment, the dark energy. So you have to get very, rid of it yeah. more than once. That's a very good question. For most of my clients, we only do one session. It's uh, but the session lasts a long time. I don't time them, so I don't have a sixty minutes limits mm-hmm. like over uh, healers. It lasts the time it lasts, but for most of them, we never come back. We don't have to. I don't know why it's like this. Uh, people say, "Oh yeah, you should make make them come back." I know that's not what I want to do. I want to work from the heart. If we need only one, we need only one. And. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just how it is. That's really my power of transmutation. It changes people. Uh, I would not say definitely because it does not work 100% either, honestly. I'm not going to lie. It can help a lot of people, the people I'm compatible with. But people who I'm compatible with, they will find me. And uh, no, if they don't come back, they're like, uh, yeah, I'm fine. Like Sometimes I have a message two months later, my disease disappeared. I mean, I did not heal them, but disappeared. It's like, I'm super happy, honestly. <laughs> or I don't get I don't get triggered. I have women with uh, PMS or irregular period. Their pain is gone. They're like, oh my god, you changed my life. It's uh, this is incredible. I had a woman who had a period every two months, and she said, I can't handle it. It's horrible pain every two months. I just want to have a normal period. And we did one session. It came back to thirty days. She's so happy. She has no pain anymore. We don't know how that happened. It just happened. It happened all the time. I mean, all the time. Most of the time, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I don't really have a number, but I would say between 70 and 80% of the cases, something positive, with out, positive outcome to the session. How long so, have you been doing this? I started uh, publicly, because I would do it not publicly, uh, four or five months ago. Oh, so it's recent. Yeah, it's very recent. I've been contacted by famous medical intuitives, and uh, well, they sent me cool messages because they can see more than I can about me. I don't know what I do. And uh, yeah, we know, I, we know I'm the real deal. Uh, that's kind of shocking because the healers will tell me, oh, Patrice, you are the real deal. And I'm like, yeah, but when, when are you if I'm the real deal? That makes no sense to me. I think that's funny. Uh, they all say the same thing. I work from my heart also. Uh, I don't... I don't want people to come back. I don't want people to pay too much or so, you know. So I have a donation-based system if people cannot afford it. Because I have people from third world countries who call me. Who call me. I don't know if they get me. They manage to get a photo to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happens. But uh, I don't want to exclude everybody because some sessions are so expensive. Sometimes a medical intuitive is 600 or $900 a session. Not everybody can afford this. And uh, I know I'm not going to be able to help everybody. But I'm going to do the best I can with what I have and uh, spread the world, spread the word, sorry, but this is real and uh, everybody can learn this. They just have to believe it's real and they can do it themselves and then we can help their families and neighborhoods. Mm. Do you have any intention on teaching people how to do this themselves? I've been told by mediums I'm going to do that in the near future, but I don't know when. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. But to me, it's so easy because you just have to be in a place of love. And uh, sometimes I'm helping a person with a problem in her knee, for example. And honestly, this is going to be very weird, weird to 
to to hear, but I fall in love with her knee. I reach this place of pure love when I can love a knee. <laughs> <laughs> or even a man. When I had a man, I, I had a man and I wanted to kiss him on the lips. Mm-hmm. But that's because I'm still a human. I, that's how like love is translated in my human body. And it was so weird. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like kissing that man on the lips. And that was so funny. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to enter this state of pure love and uh, innocence. Maybe naivety, you could say. Some people say, I call it naive energy. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you just or, have or to childlike view, or I guess like Zen to call it like don't know mind. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. And uh, I don't know why. For me, it's easy to reach this point. For some people, it's not too easy. We've been also so programmed in this uh, world that it's difficult to let go of our habits, especially if you watch TV a lot. <laughs> get rid. <laughs> Big advice: if you want to get there, get rid of your TV. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So, so um, I want to thank you for, for coming on. Um, and, but before we wrap it up, where's the place for my listeners to, to best place for my listeners to find you, um, to use your services and find out information about you? Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. That was an amazing, amazing invitation. I cannot thank you enough. So my web, my, my website is nightshiftguy.com, like the night shift guy, mm-hmm. a guy that works at night, because I started doing this in dreams and I didn't change the domain name since then, but it's easy to remember, nightshiftguy.com. And you will find my Instagram page on, uh, on the website also, because my name is so complicated that nobody can write it. <laughs> <I can't say. laughs> it's almost as bad as my name. <laughs> it's my password. <laughs> oh, no, I should have done that online. It's my password. Yep, nobody uh. can say Cachalillo. <laughs> my name doesn't even look like Cachalillo. It's like your name doesn't really look like what it's pronounced. <laughs> uh. All right, oh I'll, I'll put a link to your website in the notes of this episode. It's been a pleasure having you on. And uh, just hang on for a moment, and I'm going to play the outro. Thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable. You can reach Gary at everythingimaginable2020.com <coughs> or message him at also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can buy t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merchandise to support the cost of producing this podcast. Click on the merchandise link at the top of this page, www.everythingimaginable2020.com. You can also buy the book Enlightenment Guaranteed. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need. You can find it on Amazon and it will change your life. Because remember, everything that it says was first imagined. If you loved what you listened to today, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Again, thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable with Gary Cochulio. Recording stopped.